This is Winning with Wellness, a podcast about inspiring the wellness warrior in you. If you are feeling lost or alone in your wellness journey, or are looking for new ideas and inspiration, you are in the right place. A place you can learn about all things wellness in business, life, and living. Your host, Jenny Rice, will be bringing you inspiring stories and practical tools to improve your overall wellness, personally and professionally. Imagine what living a life of wellness would be like. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome everyone to another episode of Winning with Wellness. We are excited to have you here. I am really thrilled to have Brooke Kikos join me. Brooke, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So you guys, I'm going to share about Brooke and her background, and then we're really going to get into a really um, authentic conversation about life legitimately. So Brooke helps those who feel alone and lost to discover their truth and stand in their personal power using her training as an intuitive life coach, rapid transformational therapist, psychotherapist, and hypnotherapist. Having been spent 35 years trapped in a religious sect, indoctrination, abuse, and trauma were prevalent. Raised by a narcissist, okay, I can never pronounce that word without getting tongue-tied, narcissistic abusive father she got stuck in toxic relationship cycles this led to her to enter into a marriage for 17 years with a narcissistic abusive man however in 2017 brooke found her personal truth and power and she was able to break free from both the relationship and the religion through her loss and trauma brooke's intuition and her soul's calling was revealed After 18 years as an esthetician, listening to people's stories, she knew that she could do more to serve those suffering and help them on their healing path. She is currently working on her book, a speaker to help others in their own transformation and the owner of Life Coaching Goddess. Her passion and purpose is to help others heal from past trauma, toxic relationships, and limiting beliefs that are no longer serving them. I'm so honored to have you here, Brooke, to share your story. Thank you for being with us. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited. Honestly, I have a feeling this is going to be episode one of a few. I don't think we're going to get it all covered today. I would love, really, if we could just tap into when when I hear your story in that synopsis, you've been through so much. And this show is really about inspiring people into wellness. You've been through your own unique uh, journey. What does wellness mean for you? Oh gosh, wellness honestly really means um, for me is complete mindset. Having the capability to have this this mindset that you're able to come into life and you have like this gratitude and this appreciation for waking up every day and just being alive and being able to have the gifts that you get every day. Because I think when you come from a place of living in survival mode for so long, you don't really have that wellness mindset, right? Because you're just, you're in survival mode. And a lot of us these days have lived that way or are getting out of that space. And I think it's being able to say, oh, I don't need to live that way anymore. I'm able to actually consciously create my day and have a complete shift every day to just wake up feeling no matter what comes my way in that day, it doesn't matter because I'm going to be able to overcome it. Well, and I love that you share that because mindset 
how can, can we dig into that? Cause like you said, you weren't raised in that environment. You weren't raised. And so many people don't realize that they have a choice on their mindset. What led you again? I'm sure this needs to be 16 episodes long, but you know, you came from this place. How did, what was the catalyst? Like, how did you switch? So it took me a very long time, 35 years, actually 35 years of my life. Um, Being involved in the religious sect that I was in, you have extremely limited beliefs. Um, You are, your mind controlled, you are controlled. You have such a, a way, you live in such a way that that is all you know, and that's all you do. And you don't know any different because you're not allowed to expand your mind. You're not allowed to like research things for yourself. You just, I was raised this is what we believe. And this is the truth. And you don't look outside, outside of that. You're not allowed to. Um, And if you do, you're going to have grave consequences. Um, And so that fear was very much instilled in me. And so it was so scary for me. Um, In 2017, obviously, when you read my bio is when I was able to break free from um, that cult. Um, But when I broke free from that, I still had all of those years of that programming, if you will, of those limited beliefs. So it was really scary. Like I, like coming into the space, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. This is so scary. I kept kind of wanting to go back into it and say, oh, maybe I'll just fake it, even though I know it's not true. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll just fake it so that I can still have my friends and family because I lost all of them um, in this journey. Right. Um, and so I had to recreate my life literally from the ground up and just completely do everything all over um, in a different way. So I think for me, I, in 2017 was the beginning of my journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I realized how much trauma and how much abuse that I had survived and kind of peeling back the layers, if you will, of trying to understand all of those limiting beliefs, um, it really, the catalyst for me was in 2020. And that is when my ex-husband um, passed from drug addiction. And that was, if you will, that was my spiritual awakening. It was me realizing finding my space in this universe and understanding that there's a higher power and realizing that there is so much more than I realized. Um, Cause I had lost everything. I, I you know, I kind of chalked it up to, Oh, there's just nothing. I'm just saying there's just nothing out there. There's no higher power. Um, and then when I, that happened, I just, I demanded answers. Like I, I needed the answers and I, I realized the way I was living wasn't working mm-hmm. um, for me. And so that's when I completely changed everything. I, it's like, okay, I got to go back to school and I need to um, help others in a different way. I, I don't want to see people suffer the way that I've suffered. It is. Um, t- thank you so much for sharing your rawness. It is a testament to the ability that it doesn't matter where you are at what age, what time in your journey that you mm-hmm. have the power to pivot. If you're willing to take the step, I can't imagine how, how fearful that might've felt for you. And I just commend you on your courage and your, your courageousness to, to move forward and now to want to help others. So if you, if I, I, and there's no doubt in my mind that there's somebody listening that maybe hasn't gone through your exact experience, but is feeling trapped maybe in a narcissistic relationship or finds himself being oppressed in some way, what were some things that you did to prepare yourself or to help yourself as you move through the journey? So when I started, when I first broke free from everything, I honestly was not helping myself. (laughs) 
I was actually, you know, I, yeah, I was actually doing the opposite of helping myself. Right. Because it's kind of what we do as human beings. We don't want to feel the feelings. We don't want to go through the emotions because we're like, Oh, those are really gross and scary. And I don't want to feel that. Mm -hmm. So instead I was suppressing everything. I was stuffing it down. I was like, Oh, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to, you know, I was distracting myself with anything I could distract myself. I was literally not able to sit still if you will. Right. And so it was like, as long as my mind was busy and I was keeping myself busy and I was distracting myself enough, I didn't have to deal with the emotions. I didn't have to say, oh, this is actually really what I need to be dealing with at this moment. So I just drowned myself in, in work and taking care of my boys and anything else that could distract me. Um, but once I started to realize um, that something was not right, <laughs> I was like, this, I can't continue this way. That's kind of when I was like, okay, things need to change. I actually got into a healthy relationship he was a healthy partner. I was not, I was still unhealthy. Right. So he kind of actually led me to my own conscious, like awareness to see kind of the patterns and the behaviors that I was doing that was not working for um, myself and wasn't going to work for the longevity of our relationship. So that's when I started doing, okay, I got to do some, I got to do some inner work here. I need to do some therapy, you know, something like that. Still kind of get some, I did some EMDR. I tapped into that a little bit, kind of helping me move through some things that have been traumatic in my lifetime. Um, But I still was not, I was still searching. Like I was still struggling. I had extreme, extreme conflicts, um, PTSD. So my triggers and the thing, I would constantly be taken into the past. Something would set me off and I would just, my mind and body would be in the past and I would be in panic mode. I'd be dissociating. I would be like, you know, all of the patterns of PTSD. And so that living in that state is so traumatic on our bodies and so exhausting and depleting. Um, And I had been there for so long. It was just, it was what my body and mind was used to. Right. So it just kept me, it kept going back to what was familiar. And I just, the things that were unfamiliar were scary for me. And I kept thinking, oh, something's going to go wrong. I kept like waiting for the next thing to go wrong. Right. Um, and so then that's kind of how I started to say, okay, I got, I have to figure out something more. I've, I've got to figure this out. Um, and that's when I started to tap into, you know, energy healing and understanding the subconscious mind and, you know, and then after, you know, my ex-husband died, that's when I was like, okay, I have to change careers. Like, because once I had realized what hypnotherapy does and the power of the subconscious mind, all of those things, I was like, I have to show, other people how to do this like this shouldn't be a secret <laughs> like this should be <laughs> people need right? to know <laughs> people yeah. shouldn't be afraid of hypnotherapy it's not scary it's not woo woo it's like it's literally the way our mind works and it shouldn't be something that is hidden from people it should be everywhere right it should be how therapy world works to be honest um because it is just transforms everyone in so much faster of a time it's so more powerful than just talking through things. Cause you're just, you're just kind of reprogramming that mind to talk through the same things and have those same thoughts and those same patterns. It's like, we got to change the way that we look at therapy. We have to say, no, no, no. We need to reprogram the mind so we can get out of that same mindset and get rid of those beliefs. Cause you, you know, you said it so beautifully too, that the reprogramming, like we have create neural pathways that are solid. You're talking, you know, and you shared this years from, from womb to, to where you were in 2017 of mm-hmm. programming of, you know, yeah. that pathway is the way you live. So 
of course it's difficult. We need all the tools we can possibly get to reroute the path to something that's healthier and more, um, you know, more healing. And so when you think about your journey and where you are today, and I love that, that you share about finding a healthy partner that shares, you know, seeing that that what healthy look like that you're like, Ooh, I don't quite measure up to that. that it inspired you into action. You know, when you, when we think of people that are listening right now, and of course, you know, ourselves, it never hurts for us to have our own reminders. What would you say were a couple of the key things that you would do to help get you on track or keep you moving in that positive healing way? Cause it's easy to, like you say, to go back to the old habit and suppress and push and, and all those kind of things. Yeah. When I say that it was not easy, yeah. I say that. So in, in a way that I can't even express, mm-hmm. um, it, it, the, my path was not easy. And for anybody that has ever experienced something like this, where they have been, you know, trying to heal and they keep kind of going back into that same pattern and that same negative thinking, right? Because that negative thinking is really where I lived <laughs> like 35 years of my life. So right, yeah. like it was constantly taking me back into the past and it was so exhausting for me. I had to fight my way through it. Like I, you know, just think of like somebody that's like in the trenches, like you are fighting your way through it because you're realizing you have to just keep taking yourself back to that awareness to say, no, no, that's my past talking. Um, and then you kind of have to just make sure that you're making that distinction, right? Because every time that those things would happen and those things would pop up for me, I would feel it in my body and I'd be sick and I would have all these emotions and these feelings and it would take me back, but I'd have to say, no, it's okay. I'm safe. Everything is okay. That's the past. This is the present. Um, and I always, told myself, listen, I can't live in the past because that's where depression and sadness is. And the future is where anxiety lives. I have to be present. If that was the biggest thing that I learned in my journey was presence Mm. of me just being in that now moment, because every time that my mind wanted to shift me back into the past, that's where I was like panicking and I was freaking out and I was going, you know, I was feeling that fear, all that fear coming back up. I had to realize, no, I have to stay in this present moment. Um, and meditation was what I say saved me in so, so many ways. Um, meditation helped me really restructure my mind. Um, so not only was I doing the hypnotherapy and reprogramming and stuff, but I was allowing my mind to be still, right? It hadn't been still in so long. I was going right? to say when you're, you're amygdala, when you're you know, you yeah. would literally probably in fight, flight or freeze all the time. That is like a hyper... Yeah. Oh my gosh. She must've been all, all I was, I was, I mean, all the time I was in the, all the time. And I was always looking for the next thing to go wrong. The next something to happen to me, someone to hurt me, something to, you know, something bad to happen. Um, and with those thoughts, I, you know, when I finally was able to say, Oh, I can be still. And I can think all of these other things. It's, it took time. Right. I, I think a lot of people think, Oh, it's just going to happen instantly. I'm going to start, I'm going to start thinking the thoughts and it's just going to happen. Right. Like a lot of people do that with manifestation, right? They're like, if I just say these affirmations, it's going to work. And I'm like, no, 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 you're skipping. You're skipping all of the other work. You're going from A to Z and you forgot everything in between. Right. Because you got to do the inner work and you have to do 
all of the programming and get out the limited beliefs before you can skip ahead and start really co-creating and making your life what you want to make it. And it was the same thing for me. It was like, I had to be um, still in that moment and realize every time I just had to keep making that conscious awareness of saying, Hey, this, this is how I'm going to actually create my life. And I have to fight through this. I have to fight through it and not because at times your mind can make you feel like you're just going a little bit crazy because it's, you're going from the past to the future and you're trying to stay present and you're, you know, you're juggling so many things and you're feeling so many emotions and having to work through all of those emotions that have been stored in your body for so long. Um, there were times where I couldn't even get out of bed yeah. because I hadn't dealt with my emotions. And so there were to be just days uh, of crying and feeling absolute despair. And then the next day I'd be like, Whoa, I released all of that crap. And now, and now I'm, I'm ready to go back at it. Yeah, let's go. I'm rallying. Let's go. I was like, that, let's do this, you know? So that's kind of just the way it worked for me. Well, and I love that you highlight the fact that you said it more than once throughout um, our conversation so far today, you physically could feel it. And I think many of us forget that our body tells us what we already know. It tells us, and it's the cue. So listening, like, do I feel good? Is it making me feel sad? Do I feel nauseous? And in listening to those cues so that we can ask ourselves, is this, is this serving me? Is this accurate? Is this, is this my truth at this point in my life? Because mm-hmm. I, I'm going to hazard to guess. And this is when I talk to my clients as well, as I'm sure you experience at some point, some of those habits that you have saved your life legitimately. So in the time they were very valuable skills to have and habits to have, but are they true for you today? And I think, you know, you highlight that so beautifully. I appreciate you sharing that. And what's interesting, and I would love to just kind of tap into this a little bit. You shared, you know, there were times I wanted to go back because it was an easier thing to do and just fake it. Right. Because doing the work's hard and yeah, yeah, right. It's hard work and, and it's can be lonely right? and all the things. So sometimes it doesn't mean, you know, and I, I encourage people that are listening, it doesn't mean you're weak and it doesn't mean that you're not capable. It just means you're having a moment of determining, you know, you're going to make it through this. Just trust that one, one foot in front of the other action. I love that you said that A to Z, we got to do the letters in the middle people. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's right? so true. I think people, you know, you, for, you forget, um, you know, we want to skip over the hard stuff, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and that's a lot of the time where it was for me, it was like, that's why when I was going, you know, I thought, oh, phew, gosh, it would be easier if I just went back into this way. And it's a lot of the times where I would learn, I would self-sabotage all the time. I mean, I can't even tell you many how many times I tried to break up with my my current boyfriend that has been my rock and is amazing and this healthy partner that we have this beautiful relationship. Um, but I would self-sabotage it, right? Because I was like, oh, I'm gonna go back into the old patterns. I might my I just I wanted to go back into that space and be like, I can't let my guard down because I don't feel safe. Right. Um, and so each time, you know, thankfully he's like the most patient man that was just sent just straight for me. Um, but it was like, he helped me learn that, Hey, it's okay. You know, you're, this is a safe place. Um, and so finding that was really a gift for me for sure. Um, but it's also in teaching yourself that, you know, it's okay 
you know, you, you are safe and don't allow yourself to keep going back into that space. But it's, you know, it's a fight. It's a fight you have to be ready to take. Um, if you really, really want to move past those things and, and actually live free. Um, I can't even tell you that the freedom that I have now of being able to know and believe what I want to believe and uh, create what I want to create and that no, nothing or nobody is stopping me or telling me what or what I should believe. Right. Because for so many years I was programmed, <laughs> you know, the same, in the same way to believe what I was supposed to believe. And then that freedom came around and I was like, oh, I finally get to actually create my life and find out what I actually believe. And I mean, I was 35 years old when I started doing that. And I was like, this is crazy. I feel like a little kid, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing this now. <laughs> this big one, wow, there's so much stuff to learn in this place. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Well, I appreciate you sharing your courage and your, you know, just a like literally a scratching of the surface of your story. We're, our time is coming to a close, Brooke. Is there anything you wish that I had asked you that I haven't, that you want to make sure before we close out that the audience knows? Um, I think that I just like to always tell people that, you know, if they're on this healing journey, um, be patient, um, give them themselves so much compassion and love because I know it's not easy mm-hmm. um but the other side is is so beautiful so just a part just of the rainbow's it. worth it eh <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah it's some days it's not going to feel like it and some days you're going to want to give up but just to, to keep going Oh, I love it. And you guys, those of you that are listening, Brooke has so generously offered to provide you guys a complimentary intuitive coaching session. So take her up on it. (laughs) This woman has been through, you know, she's walking proof of her expertise. So please take her up on that. We'll make sure that her contact information's in the show notes. You can also find her at your holistic earth. Just search her up in the directory. She's easy to find. So Brooke, I can't thank you enough for sharing your story with us and being so raw and honest with your experience, because it's not always easy to share our own personal story. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. All right, you wellness warriors, dig in. You've heard it straight from Brooke's mouth. There is no fast pass. You need to step in and do the work. And it's so rewarding. So we encourage you to find your pathway, step into it, join us. We're here to support you. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you in another episode. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Winning with Wellness. If something you heard today sparked your interest or fired up your curiosity, please head over to Apple Podcasts now. Hit subscribe and leave us a review. Your review helps us ignite the wellness warriors in others. Your community is waiting for you. Don't forget to activate your free wellness membership to your holistic earth. You'll find the link in the show notes. It is never too late to redefine your wellness and you don't have to do it alone. One small action can lead to life-changing results. I know because it did for me. And from my heart to yours, thank you for sharing your most valuable asset with me, you.